Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delectable page of Talmud every day. So filled with flavors are these pages, and flavor is what we are talking about today. Hear this. Rather, reads the Gemara, this case is dealing with any amount and minimal quantity of leavened bread that has been mixed with a large quantity of matzah. Oh, imagine that. The halacha in this case is that leavened bread during its time of prohibition is forbidden, whether it is mixed with its own type of substance or with another type of substance. This statement of Rav conforms to his line of reasoning as follows, as it is Rav and Shmuel who both say, with regard to any foods forbidden by the Torah that become mixed with permitted foods, if the permitted food is of its own type, such that it is impossible to distinguish one from another, then even any amount of the prohibited substance renders the entire mixture prohibited. However, if the forbidden food was mixed with another type of substance, then the mixture becomes prohibited only when there is enough of the forbidden item to give flavor to the mixture. What an idea, this idea of what we call noten ta'am, or given flavor, is one that seems to me like it belongs more in a cooking show than in a Talmud page. And our guest today, Rabah Sarah Horowitz, will help us make sense of it. Hello to you. Hi, thanks for having me on. Kindly explain this curious principle and, and what it's doing on our page. We're talking flavor here. That is a, that is a peculiar concept. Yes, noten tam. Something is only made to be unkosher. And in this case, we're talking about in the context of leaven and matzah, leaven bread and matzah, the flavor of one to the other is only rendered unkosher if the taste can be discerned. And it is a weird concept because usually we imagine that something's not kosher because an entire splash of milk falls into your meat pot or an entire leg of a pig falls into your stew. And that is so obviously not kosher. But what about if just the flavor of something gets into the other substance? Why is that? Actually, this Gemara, this piece, which is talking about, as I said, matzah and leavened bread, I think in order to really understand it, you have to understand first the context of kashrut, of meat and milk and non-kosher to kosher. And that's when tam, flavor, really is derived. That if a flavor is drawn out of even a utensil, there's a possibility of making the entire mixture non-kosher. That's how we know that you have to have different meat and milk pots, for example, or kosher and non-kosher pots. So even the, the slightest taste has the potential to make something not kosher. But where it gets really confusing is that if that taste, that tam, is known as pagum or disgusting or gross, it actually is if the flavor is irrelevant. So in our case, the notain tam, the tam that we're talking about, there is a transition of the leaven flavor into the unleavened matzah flavor. You, if you can really taste it, then it's not kosher. But usually, notain lifgam 
means and implies that if a taste is left over for 24 hours, if it's become gross and disgusting, that flavor, even if it transitions into the, the food, is actually fine. It's sort of counterintuitive and really huh. confusing. <laughs> I wonder, what does it say for advances in culinary science that could, for example, deliver just the essence of a delightful trafe flavor like, say, bacon, without any of the actual non-kosher ingredients? Does this principle play a part there too? Absolutely. And I think that that's where this whole concept comes from, is the concern that a, a vessel, a clee, that was used for for something that was perhaps associated with idol worship or something that was, you know, so unkosher, having actually nothing to do with food, or perhaps it was for sacrificial substance to another god, those vessels could never be used for anything having to do with kosher. And so even the substance and the flavor that was embedded into the vessel could penetrate and infiltrate the the kosher food. And so that's where the extra layer of, I guess, concern or, or putting a fence around the actual issue of keeping kosher comes, that even the, the, the taste of something could penetrate and render something unkosher. Rabbi Sarah Horowitz, thank you so much for this very flavorful teaching. <laughs> thank you, you're welcome. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.